The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 101 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, number 101. And the Spurs had a huge win over the Houston Rockets in Houston by a score of 124 to 105. And, uh, you know, Kelton Johnson was out. He didn't play in this game due to a bruised lower back is what it's listed at. Um, but, you know... Greg Popovich said that the Spurs made up for Johnson's absence with strong play from a variety of players. And that's what we're going to get into. I think a lot of guys did well. And, uh, you know, Devin Vassell had a great night. I thought Malachi Branham had a great night off the bench. I thought we really hit some shots pretty well as a team. So uh, great, great win for the Spurs. And uh, we're still in lottery position, but we also own the Rockets. Drew, what were your thoughts? Yeah, great win. Um Seven players in double figures. I thought that was amazing. Kelton drop no Kelton Johnson, and we just found other guys to fill in for Kelton. And seven guys in double figures. We also shot fifty five percent from the field and fifty percent from three point line. Very very consistent in this game. We really didn't. We really played good in every single quarter. So a very very good win for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, and uh, just one more thing that Devin Vassell talked about Greg Popovich, and I really liked. Uh, kind of what he did and how he got the troops fired up. Vassell said, Pop was getting to us, but we needed it. It brought the juice back out of us. We picked it up a lot on the defensive end, guys in transition, and started being more aggressive. So Popovich still got the fire and still pushing the buttons. All right, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Top two, I'm going to start this one tonight. My number one was Devin Vassell. I, I just read his quote, but... He had a monster night. Drew and I talked before this game, and Drew Drew called uh, with Keldon being out that Devin was going to get his career high, and he was only three points short. He had 26 total points. He had five of eight from three-point line, 10 of 17 overall shooting, uh, also had four rebounds and five assists. Just a great night for Devin Vassell. That's why he was my number one on my top two. My number two was my man, Jeremy Sohan. I love that guy. I love what he does. He came off the bench. For the Spurs, you know, in that game, and uh, you know, he started most of the season, but gave a nice little fire off the bench. He ended up with uh, twelve points, seven rebounds, also had two assists, had a couple steals, always guarding the other team's best player or the best matchup that benefits the Spurs. And he also chipped in with a block block shot. And for you plus or minus fans, Jeremy Sohan had a plus seventeen, which is pretty solid. Drew, pardon me. One-handed free throws. One-handed free throws. He's trying to get his free throw shot down. Yep. And he was experimenting with the one-handed free throw. Didn't work too well. It was one of four doing that. But uh, he's trying trying everything. I know the social media is going to get all fired up and all that. But guess what? Jeremy Sohan will be a member of a championship basketball club. Trust me. He does all the little things that the uh, score sheet doesn't doesn't appreciate. All right, Drew, let's get your top two. 
Yeah, so I agree with number one being Devin Vassell. A great 26 points, five. You already went over the numbers, but great Devin Vassell in 29 minutes. I really agree with that top two. But there was a lot of guys that you could choose from for number two, top two, with seven guys in double figure figures. I ended up going with Doug Herman, who ended up having 16 points, four rebounds, two assists, shooting six of 11 from the field, and four of six three point line in 23 minutes. So those two are my top two. Let's hear you have on your bottom. Yeah, that was a great night off the bench for uh, Dougie McBuckets. That was a pretty strong night. Uh, for our bottom two, we have a role on this uh, podcast that uh, anytime the Spurs win by 15 or more, guess what? No bottom two. No bottom two. So the Spurs got a big win, one of their largest of the season, 19-point uh, victory. So we don't have a bottom two tonight. So that brings us to our question of the day. Drew's got this one. Yes, I've got this question. This question comes from Landon in Arkansas. This question asks, why did Kelvin Johnson not play against the Houston Rockets? Yeah, I kind of went over that a little bit earlier, but but you gave a conflicting report. Drew, let us know what that's all about. Yeah, so apparently on ESPN now, that is listed as hamstring injury, but before it was listed back injury. So I'm not sure if they got it wrong in the report, but I don't know if that's really something to look at, but it's just something that I noticed. What are your thoughts on Yeah, no, and it is one of those things. I thought it was funny the other day uh, with the Miami Heat. Did you see how many people they had on their injured list? Like seven or something? No, they listed their entire roster because the NBA slapped them with a fine for not listing a player that didn't play on the injured list. So the, the Heat, in a snarky fashion, put all their players on the injured list. Um, every player on the, the roster that game, uh, just kind of as a, a mock to the NBA. But uh, anyway, for Keldon, I don't know what it is. It is that point of the season. We're 30 games in, and guys are banged up. I mean, playing the rigors of travel and gameplay adds up on guys, and I think that could be Keldon Johnson's – uh, it could really be both injuries. Who knows? Uh, we just hope that he gets better and gets back with the Spurs and is the leader that he is. All right. Thanks for that question. That was a good one, Landon. All right. Let's get to this day in Spurs history. And I'm dialing it back on this one. We're going to go to December 19, 1997, when the Spurs played, guess who? The Houston Rockets. Yep, that game, the Spurs won 100-87 to over the Rockets. And at this point, they were two of the best teams in the Western Conference. The Spurs ended out with a 15-10 and record after winning that game, and the Rockets dropped to 14-8. and Overall, for the uh, Spurs, we had five players in double-digit scoring, led by Avery Johnson, who had 21 points and 10 assists. And his plus-minus was plus-19 for those paying attention to that. Tim Duncan had 20 points and 10 boards. Sean Elliott, 20 points. All of their plus-minuses, plus-16, plus-17 for Elliott, uh, were really strong. Jaron Jackson had 14 points. And lastly, D-Rob, the Admiral, David Robinson had 11 points. He also chipped in with eight rebounds and five assists, just a just a do everything night for uh, David Robinson. As the Spurs beat the Houston Rockets on December nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven, by a score of one hundred eighty seven. And anytime we beat the Rockets or the Mavs, I'm happy. 
I want to have the be the best Texas team uh, every time. So that's this day in Spurs history. All right, let's preview our upcoming game. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so the Spurs are facing the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans Thursday at 7 o'clock. There's actually some news that just brought, uh, broke out that Zion lands in league protocols, though he won't face Spurs. That's a little bit of information. But the Pelicans have a good roster, even without Zion. They have C.J. McCollum, who's averaging 18 points, five rebounds, six assists. Valanchunas, who's averaging 13 points. Trey Murphy, who's averaging 12. Herbert Jones, who's averaging 12. And Jose Alvarado, who's averaging 9 points. The Pelicans, Pelicans team be good, but they are missing Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. What are your thoughts on the New Orleans Pelicans? Yeah, I really like them as a team. I, th- I think they're really strong. Even without Zion, they've got depth, and they've got guys that can pick up the slack. Right now, they're they're – Third overall in the Western Conference with 18 wins, 12 losses record. And so they're they're really strong. They're one of those teams that can overcome a loss of a star because they have more stars on that bench. So going to be a tough challenge for the Spurs. Pelicans have really done a good job building it up the right way. And uh, going to be a going to be an interesting game. Who's your player to go off and what's your prediction on that one? Yeah, so my player to go off is Doc and Pirtle. Um, man, I haven't picked him at all a long time, but I think Jonathan Burrow is going to be my player to go off. And my prediction for this game is I'm going to go with the Spurs to win this game by 11 points. All right. Well, I like it. I like the Pirtle, the Pirtle move. I'm going to go somebody a little different just because I really like what he's been doing off the bench for us, and he's been shooting really well. My player to go off is going to be Malachi Branham. I just I think he's bringing a lot to the table, and he's growing up fast in this NBA. Going to be really exciting to watch him uh, develop as this year moves on. It seems like he's been on a pretty hot streak shooting it lately. Unfortunately, I have the Pelicans winning this one. I think the Spurs, it's going to be a tough tough pull for them get going into New Orleans and uh, trying to pull out a win. I think the Pelicans win by seven. So Malachi is my player to go off, and I got the Pels winning by seven. That brings us to the end of this Spur of the Moment podcast episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please, sir? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!